I honestly am quite nervous about this. And I know I can't really talk a lot about it, and that's unfortunate. Yeah. But, but if anyone has listened I mean, to the show, they know what it might be about. I, they just called me this morning. This morning? This morning. And it's like, okay, this is what's going on. Oh, my God. And so at any point, I could get a phone call, and that'll have to be the end of the episode for the day. So I just I, I can't control it. I think it'll be in a half hour, but they said they don't know 100%. Oh, that's unnerving. And then it's going to be like... I'm there. We'll explain. Hello, yes. everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us a lot to talk about today, a lot uh, in a short amount of time. But first off, I want to say thank you to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Audible link right there at the top of the page uh, or the bottom of the page, depending on what type of device you are accessing. That's true the because it does move around from time to time. But you know if you go to funemploymentradio.com you can find it in some some way or another that's not a that's not a vote of confidence i don't think that's something that we should put in like yeah i don't know it's, right. it's gonna be there and you're, you're already there to support Sarah, us so i know that you'll be able to, be to find it like professionals well we are not, professionals yes but not when you advertise the fact that our website doesn't have but it's easy accessible it's on the it's on the front page oh my gosh all right well speaking of audible i do have a recommendation for you that i wanted to tell you about that my friend courtney has been asking me to tell you and she said that she sent it to you before. Uh-oh. But Did I miss an email? Yes. I'm like really sorry many if other I've missed people emails. That you, that you ignore their suggestions. I do not ignore suggestions. Keelan? No, I listened to a suggestion. What did you think of it? I think it's fine, and it just wasn't quite my style. I go more for the cerebral rather than the military side of things when it comes to sci-fi. Okay. All right. Well, um, so she was telling me about this this past weekend, and uh, she sent me the name of this, and I swear this sounds exactly like something that you might be into, but then again, I don't know, because you seem a little picky. So I wanted to tell you what this was, because I know it's available if you go to funemploymentradio.com and find the easily clickable Audible link to buy your books. It's so easy. You it's can't so miss it. easy. You can't, so miss, you can't miss it. You might accidentally click on it just by looking at the well, page. And then accidentally find a whole bunch of free entertainment <laughs> by signing up, so... Pretty good accident, if you ask me. All right, so she recommended this book to me to share with you called, uh, by KB Wagers. KB Wagers. And it's called A Pale Light in the Black, a Neo G novel. A and Neo G, you know, okay, I'm going to tell you, I don't know what any of that is. Um, I'm bad with authors. I'm bad with author names. I like uh, Dennis Scalzi, uh, and I, I like, uh, wait, no, John Scalzi, uh, Dennis E. Taylor. I like both of them. Those are two authors I know Perfect. their names. Uh, He's just listing names of authors he knows. That's it. That was the end of it. <laughs> Other than great. Stephen King, obviously, but nope, I ran out of them because um, I'm terrible at names. But KB Wagers. Okay, so. So this is described as a. So I have the description author. of it. Okay. All right. So uh, it's called. So this is the description. The Expanse meets the battle room in Ender's Game as KB Wagers brings us rollicking first, uh, rollicking first entry into the unique science fiction series that introduces the Near Earth Orbital Guard. Okay, The Expanse. I like that. Now, admittedly, I haven't uh, I haven't read or listened to those books, but I do watch the series. I like The Expanse. That's right up my alley. And then Ender's Game, I have not. I've, I haven't I haven't gotten into those. Okay, ones yet. so it introduces the Near Earth Orbital Guard, which is the Neo G. Which the is, Near Earth Orbital Guard, which is a military force patrolling and protecting space, inspired by the real life mission of the U.S. Coast Guard. Okay. Which, all right. All right. So this is how I'm liking so far. 
for the past year, the, the close loss in their annual boarding games, I don't know what this means, has haunted Interceptor team Zuma's ghost. With the year's competition looming, they're looking forward to paycheck until an unexpected personal cha- personnel challenge leaves them reeling. The best swordsman, there's a swordsman, Greg. All right, space swords, okay. Space fo- swords. And a new lieutenant has been assigned in his place. Maxine Carmichael is trying to carve a piece of the world on her own, away from the pressure and influence of her powerful space family. The last thing she wants is to cause trouble at the com- on her command on Jupiter Station. Oh, they got other planets? So there are other... So what I gather, because she told me a little bit about it, too, is that they're all the different planets are like inhabited by different people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Yes. So you can't live on the surface of Jupiter, Sarah. That's ridiculous. But um, they would live on maybe one of the moons. Know. Well, a routine no, I do know. Suddenly... Well, thank you, Greg. You tell me. Uh, in a routine mission... Maybe in the upper atmosphere with very advanced technology. That could be. I think what are that's you doing? exactly what it is. I'm, I'm pulling up the reviews. Yeah, because one of them I read. Uh, so it says, rescue those in danger, find the bad guys, and win the games. It's all in a day's work at the Neo G. And I was reading one of the reviews, and it says, Wagers kicks off this Neo G series in this fun, feel-good space opera. Oh, you got me. This effortly, effortlessly entertaining novel is sure to have readers coming back for the next installment. Okay, and it's a series. I like more than one book. Yes. I like, I never knew I was a space opera fan, but I am a space opera it's fan. It's a space adventure. That's I very a, much like space operas. It's a space uh, a space adventure that's a found family story, which I like those. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, like you, you find your own family, like Guardians of the Galaxy. That's fine. Yes. Um, that's an interstellar conspiracy story that just got keeps me there. Going. Yes. Great characters and white knuckle tan- uh, tension. Other planets. Are there aliens? It builds a complex. Because that's the thing that would put it over the edge is if there's aliens. Like, that would be like, okay, I have to listen to this, like, now. Yeah, all right. And so I guess this person also wrote a trilogy before called There Will uh, There Before the Chaos. Okay. It was a Farian War t- trilogy. <laughs> yes. Okay. And the author uh, holds a bachelor's degree in Russian studies and a second degree black belt in Shaolin Kung Fu. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. So the author's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. I'm into so that. I figured this might be right up your alley. That's right up my alley. I mean, I still have my interdependency series where I'm listening to the, uh, the, um, the last emperor right now that's the one that i'm on so on the last book but there's some so more that means you there's some things else. happening there's some things i don't want to spoil any of that okay but if you're a fan of space opera it's the interdependency series pretty good a little bit of humor a little bit of fun stuff a little bit of country a little bit of rock and roll some other worlds oh yeah it's good it's good um okay yeah i'll check that out that that's totally right up my alley okay what was it called again it was called uh neo g it was called A Pale Light in the Black, a Neo G novel. That's a solid name. Mm-hmm. A Pale Light in the Black. And it's pretty new. It's, it just came out in March of this year. Okay. Yeah. All right. Which that sounds like a badass title, right? A Pale Light. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's a good, that's a solid title. Yeah. That's a solid title on there. Okay, really quick. Um, and thank you, Gordy, for the suggestion. Anybody else wants to su- send suggestions? I promise I will read them. Your suggestion. Perfect. Sometimes I'll read the book. He, he will maybe like read the Sometimes email, I will. Not the book. Sometimes I will. No, I've, I mean, pretty much everything I'm reading, I've, I've had suge- somebody suggest to me. The interdependency, somebody suggested that to me. Uh, okay, so um, the reason, what we said at the top of the show is how I mentioned how the show could be short. And I can't go into too many details, except I can tell you what it's generally about. So at some point here, um, we'll probably have to end in the next 15 minutes or so. Okay, Because if they're on time. Yeah, I just, I want, I want to be mentally prepared. I totally get that. Uh, There is going to be a phone call to me, and I just found out this morning that this is going to be going on. I just found out the time it's going to be going on. Oh, oh, by the way, it's June 16th, 2020. It is a Tuesday. 
2020. It is a Tuesday uh, in the year of our apocalypse. And here is why I'm bringing that up. Not only we've been giving you the timestamp of the uh, of the you know the apocalypse and as it's going, but also June 16th, 2020. There's a reason I'm bringing that up because of the fact that it was one year and a few months ago, March 19th, 2019. When I so was one in a, year and three months, one year and three so months. 15, yeah, almost exactly three months. 15 months ago. almost. Yeah. Uh, was when I had my truck stolen from me in a Burgerville drive through in Portland, Oregon by a bottle wielding man. And there, all you have to do is look that up. You'll, you'll find all that story. There's plenty of, <laughs> there's plenty of documentation on this podcast of all that. We won't go into the whole entire thing, but it's taken that long. <clears throat> this guy's been in and out of jail that three times. Uh, for different assault cases after that. They let him out, gets assaulted, goes back. Well, he is in custody right now, and there is a um, there is a, uh, a thing at the court. Now, clearly, social distancing is in order, so I am not physically going to be there, but uh, happening here shortly, I am going to get a phone call, and that phone call is going to put me in directly into a courtroom. Oh, my God. Are you and- on video? Uh, I don't believe I'm on video. No, it's a phone. It's a voice system, so I don't know how to verify and do all that. Uh, I, do, I don't know um, where I will be part of a proceeding. And I, that's all I'm going to say because I, I don't know, you know, I, I don't think I'm under any, like, obligation not to say, but I just, I don't feel comfortable just. No, that's fine. You know, don't until, say. until it happens. If anyone knows. Like, it's a public record. Yes. That's... Well, everybody knows what the case is. I mean, totally. you could Google that in a second. Just look up podcast Burgerville. That's probably all you have to put in, and it'll, it'll pop up. And so this and, guy has been in and out of jail for the past year and some odd months. Yeah. And now it's fun. And it, the date has been pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. Yeah. As uh, Carrie says, that seems so benign considering all the shit that is going on in the world today. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, it's weird. and But that's, you know, like I said, there's a lot of assault involved here. And, uh, and not just not me. Uh, you know, I mean, certainly my side of it. But um, there's a lot of other people. So that's what's happening, and yeah. that's that's going on here shortly. So that's why I'm, I'm. It's you know I haven't done anything wrong. I'm being asked to just. I don't know what all I'm being asked actually. Um, that's really unnerving. Yeah, but uh, oh, because that was really fucking traumatic for you, and that was a. This has been a long time coming. I mean, well, for me and everybody else, and you know, yeah, that I mess with. So so anyway, it's happening today. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, that's where I'm at. Okay. Yeah, this is what's going to be going on, and I've I got. Because how many times has this been delayed? Like at oh, least I've, like 10? I've lost count. Yeah, um, I wouldn't say ten, but it definitely more than five. Yeah, probably. So probably probably at least five times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where I've gotten a subpoena. I should have collected them all. I think I eventually I started throwing them away, but my subpoenas <laughs> from the <laughs> from the district attorney of Portland, um, which is what you get when they when they're going to have a trial, but then it always gets moved. So what's happening today is supposedly happening today, although it you know, hasn't happened yet, but I was told this is what's going on. It was a call from a random number this morning. I'm like, um... So you aren't stressed out enough with everybody, everything else in your life going on. Gotta yeah. throw in the crazy guy who tried to assault you in, in a Burgerville parking lot. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm going to be talking to today. Interesting. Yeah. Because I know that, mm-hmm. um, yeah, because he's being held as a violent offender. I know that because it's not just you that he had violence against. against it many is not other just people. me. Yeah, it's quite, and quite a few that's people. that's why they've kept him in this long. Because This time, yeah. Yeah, this time. Yeah, so that's, anyway, just putting that out there. If that's what's going on, that's what's going to be. Well, happening. I'm, yeah, good thoughts for you. Thank you. That is really freaky. 
Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, you know, like I said, I haven't done anything wrong. I'm just following, you know, this is the system of justice, but it still feels weird. Yeah. It's weird. You're going to be speaking in a courtroom. <clears throat> I know. I'm like, oh, uh, okay. Taking a look here. Oh, you had Tony. Best part when the Burger Vault employee came out and asked if the burgers she had were yours and did not give a shit when you said you were carded. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Okay. Uh, all right. Oh, let's man. let's move on though and continue. I just want to give an explanation of why this show could be uh, short. Okay. Well, I did some um, some exciting stuff yesterday. I really feel like I was like a super grown up yesterday. Okay. Okay. Because you know how uh, in this life that we're all living right now, I mean, everyone has the different ways that they're coping, and a lot of people, you know, if you do. You know, if it, sometimes the most mundane tasks make you feel as if you've, like, succeeded at life that day. Yes. Like doing laundry for the day or, you know, going and <laughs> exercising. People have their checklists. Right. Sure. I mean, it's a depressing time. And if, if you have even, like, goals, no matter how small, it does make you feel better. So yesterday I, um, I actually did do my laundry. I'm very excited about that. But this also, is what we're talking about, that you did your laundry? No, that was that was one of my um, major accomplishments. Okay. But right. also, I found, um, so I've been needing another piece of furniture for my apartment because I kind of have run out of storage space. Like I've gotten rid of a lot of stuff, but I didn't have enough room for all of my shirts. So I found this abandoned like shelf thing that was all like beat up and kind of scratched. And I ended up like sanitizing the crap out of it and then like sanding it down and then repainting it last night which i'm pretty proud wow of you yeah. did some sanding and repainting i did sanding and repainting and then now i have this super cool like lime green and black shelf that totally fits the rest of my clothes so now i have absolutely a space for every single article of clothing in my apartment and i'm pretty excited wow that. wait you sanded it yeah how did you have sandpaper i have sand i have random stuff all how do you have sandpaper of all things because i'm a I'm, I'm a person like you don't have light bulbs person. but you have sandpaper i did get a light bulb yesterday <laughs> <laughs> Well, I that's also great. Had to go get a light bulb. That's great. Yeah, but on top of that, that wasn't even my most grown-up thing. I actually went in and I got my car refinanced. And since my credit is really good, inexplicably, because I've been doing my car payments and like have been really good, I ended up getting it like basically like a significant amount less per month, which is going to be awesome. Look at you being a grown-up. I was so grown-up. I went and sat in the you know because you're sitting in a bank. I don't know if when the last time you've been in a bank has been. Cause it's, it's, well, I haven't been during this. Exactly. So I, so I had to go in to go talk to somebody. And, you know, they're in like a plastic cube and then everyone's wearing their masks and you're trying to like talk through like the muffled talking and stuff. But yeah, I was able to go through and the guy was like, uh, holy crap, you have really good credit and let's do this. And then I got to go down like I was getting charged a lot. I got to go down like four percentage points, which is pretty sweet. Wow. Yeah. Four percentage. Good <laughs> yeah. Lord. I didn't realize how high it was that I was paying. But now, since it's been over a year and I've proved that I'm making my payments, I can do it. So I was very happy. Well, there you go. That's so that great. That was my super grown up thing. I talked to my parents today and they were like, they're like, you you did that? That's super impressive. Yeah, that, yeah. Well, good for you. Thank that's great. You. And I mean, that's good that you got a better rate, but it's also good that you sanded something. I, sa and I sanded something. and painted, did laundry. You reclaimed something. I did. I didn't. It was a super sturdy, like nice piece of furniture, but I did actually take my, um, like the spray, like the 409, that's like the antibacterial kills everything. Like, yeah. Did all that shit first, <laughs> wiped everything down because, of course, wow. everybody's paranoid. Yeah, I felt it felt like a pretty grown up day for me. Well, that and then was I, really good. Then I watched, you know, like three Lifetime movies while I was doing it. So well, it was look fine. at you. You're mm -hmm. living your best life. It was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's awesome. 
Thank you. I think that's very awesome. Yeah. Well, good. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah. That's like that's what I have. I do have some world of crazy. If you think we have time for it. Yeah, we got time for a little bit. I mean, bit what of time do we need to be out? Well, get, let's get out within the next ten minutes, because I'm, because I also have, <laughs> of course, like other meetings. But I mean, this is, I don't know what else involved in this, and I don't know how long it's going to be, and I don't know what to do, and I'm nervous. It's okay to be nervous. Like, uh, um. Well, it seems like because I believe my recommendation is going to be asked, or my my what I want. He's a violent. My offender. opinion is going to be asked. Yeah. Well, you your opinion is yours, and you're the only one that knows what happened during that. And sorry, you, the phone is going to be your phone is going to be going yeah. off. That's fine. But you're the only person that was in that truck that knows what happens and knows how it made you feel and if you felt unsafe and if yeah. that guy was batshit crazy. So yeah. Oh, Vicky says, did you guys ever get in touch with Rick? Um. Yeah. Oh. So yesterday, uh, to clarify, nothing happened with Rick Emerson. <laughs> he did not ditch us, but T-Mobile. As you know, if you don't know, and depends on when you listen to this episode, had a huge outage yesterday that started right at about 11.45 a.m. Pacific, which was exactly after I had confirmed with Rick that he's going to be on the show. And then I sent him our, our Zoom room and never heard back. And that's why we're like, well, Rick's just ignoring us. No, uh, he never got that message. He got it like sometime last night because he just sent back a question mark. Yeah, and he sent me a bunch of things. He's like, wait, what's And you got room? some, and I yeah. didn't get any. And so not everything was all screwed up. So, um, so yeah, so that's why. Yeah, so he, it he didn't work. actually wrote me at like 7. He's just like, why are you sending me all these messages now? I'm like, oh, those are from like seven hours ago. Yeah. I'm not sending them to you right now. Yeah. So and and he couldn't Friday. do today, so maybe we'll have him on Friday. Yeah, I think that we'll... we're, we're tentative for Friday. Okay. Okay. Well, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to your very bizarre episode in World of Crazy. Crazy. First up, there's a brewery in Michigan, in northern Michigan. A beer company has entitled the help of seaplanes to help make special deliveries to families who are living on waterfront properties and can't get to the store. <laughs> Oh, that's kind of cool. So, so tough to live on the waterfront. Oh, bring me my beer. Wait, plane. say it again. A seaplane. So a seaplane is bringing the seaplanes are bringing special deliveries to families on waterfront properties of where in northern Michigan. Oh, so these are rich people or these are people who happen to I live don't on the know, water where there's seaplanes? No, I don't know. Because seaplanes are common in some places. OK, well, Stephen Smith, uh, who I guess his name is Aqua Bear in the seaplane what? community. His name's Aqua Bear. That's what he goes by in the seaplaning community. You want a nickname for your jeeping community? Why can't he be Aqua Bear? To be Forest Bear? That doesn't make any sense. Aqua Bear doesn't make any sense either. He's but... a seaplane, and maybe he's like a big bear of a dude. Okay, so he's using a land animal and putting it on the sea. Aqua Bear. What or... if I did a, a sea animal and put it on the land? So I could be uh, or maybe land a... whale. No, I don't want to be land whale. Maybe he's. I a... want to be. <laughs> You're going to be land whale. No, that's not what I want to be. <laughs> land land shark. Land whale. Land barracuda. Steve Smith, tree, a.k.a. Aqua Bear. Tree Cuda. Tree Gator. Used his seaplane this past weekend to deliver uh, six crates of beer to waterfront properties in Antrim County. So I don't know if that's a fancy county. Antrim County, northern Michigan. Uh, so the Elk Rapids-based brewery offered a limited run of seaplane de deliveries online. So only if you got in, because the slots, they only had six slots, so they filled in pretty quickly. So um, he pitched the idea of using a plane to bolster the show's, uh, the brewery's delivery service, which began March 15th, of course, amid what's happening right now. Um, so they were able to make six deliveries to different houses, kind of like, you know, Rev Nats does, but with cars. Yes. 
Yes, they do. So there you have it. There are people getting beer deliveries by seaplane in Michigan. By Next. Aqua Bear. Authorities in Switzerland say they are trying to track down the owner of $190,000 worth of gold bars that someone left behind on a train. They left $190,000 worth of gold bars, just forgot them, like like luggage, on a train. Wow. Uh, so this is in Lucerne, said that the approximately $190,000 worth of gold bars were found left behind after the passengers left a Swiss Federal Railway train that arrived in the city from St. Gallen. Officials say the gold was found, um, but they're appealing to the public for information after months of investigating when it was found back in October. Uh, they're investigating. They failed to determine the origins of the precious metal. So the prosecutor's office says the owners of the gold are being given five years to come forward. So I wonder if they're not coming forward because it's Oh, who? Stolen. No, there's yeah. no good reason to have that much gold on a train that you gold. forget. Like something happened there. Speaking of gold bars, that's kind of a weird coincidence. Have you watched The Five Bloods? You're probably you're not going to watch that. No. Yeah. I, I don't that's know That's not going to be a movie. It's Spike Lee's new movie on Netflix. Oh, no, I have not. I don't think it'll be your thing. Okay. Well, I mean, watch it. It's really good. It's about like five African-American Vietnam vets who go back to, or four who go back to Vietnam. Was that a spoiler? No, that's the premise of the movie. Okay. Like, that's the that's the premise. They're going back to get, to retrieve something they left. Okay. And find their uh, missing in action. Interesting. Well, I like things that, you know, aren't necessarily. Maybe, maybe, you, maybe you'd like it. Yeah. I'll give it a gander. Where is it? It's on Netflix. Okay. It's brand new. It's really good. Cool. It's real violent. Ooh. It's real bloody. I don't really like a lot of bloody. That's why I'm saying I don't know if you would yeah. like it. Yeah. There's, it's, gra- it's very graphic. It's very, it's, there's some very, very graphic scenes. Oh, even like as much as I liked Once like Upon a Time in graphic. Hollywood, like I, that was hard for oh, me to watch. Like Far more graphic than that. Okay. That was the, I won't say just that stuff was so fucking gross to me. Um. I have a hard time. I know that yeah, I, mean, I try I'm not to tell the, myself that it's fake, but then it still grosses me out. I'm not going to say the entire movie is that, but there are a few scenes in there where it's like, holy shit. That is, wow. Okay. Oh, and it looks like, all right, so I'm going to cut the so next story for tomorrow. We can talk about the last one tomorrow, but uh, I'm okay. going to give you this last one. Now, uh, Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest is set to go on without spectators this year. So they are not pulling the plug. They are still having it. The organ, the organizers of the annual Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Eating Contest in New York says this year's event will go on as planned, but in a private location with no fans. But it will be filmed, so it's like the way we watch it. Wait, so they'll have the competitors there in the same room? Yes, yeah, so I don't know if they're going to be in the same room. So let's see. So Nathan's Famous and Major League Eating announced today that the contest Major held annually. I mean, that's why everybody hates us. On July 4th. I mean, that is that is the epitome of why the world dislikes America. Major League Eating. Well, I don't think that is anymore. Well, uh, held okay, yeah, annually. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, July 4th in Brooklyn's Coney Island will take place amid the COVID-19 pandemic at a private location in an area without spectators. The two 10-minute contests, one for men, one for women, will each have five participants instead of the traditional 15 to abide by social distancing guidelines. Workers will, will wear masks and gowns during the event, and the competitors will all be tested for coronavirus before being allowed to compete. Last year's champions, Joey Chestnut and Mickey Sudo, are both expected to compete in this year's event. If you would like to watch this along with me, it'll be airing on July 4th on ESPN. Oh, yeah. Mickey Sudo. There you have it. That's a world of reason. Crazy.
trying to remember who she The other story's a little longer, and I feel like we'll, we'll want to get more in-depth with it, so I'm going to save that for tomorrow. Okay, fair enough. Oh, boy. All right. Um, well, I suppose I need to go because uh, – oh, man. So, so, yeah, so we just – by the way, we had a full show planned, and Greg just found this out. Like well, when I found I got out to the this house. morning. Yeah. Um, I told you when you got to the house. Yeah. But, yeah, they, they called yeah, me. I had no idea. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what am I going to do? I'm not in charge of it. And you've been waiting, so now when they're like, hey, you know those times we pushed you off? Be ready right now. Yeah, it's kind of strange. <sighs> well, good luck. Yeah. Also, of course, remember to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on that easy-to-find Audible link. Yes, indeed. Get the books you want. <gasps> I'm on my second book of that series that everyone uh, recommended to me, the Stephanie Blum one. Two for the dough. I'm not used to them because they're very short. Like this one's only two hours and forty-five minutes, and I'm almost that's like, pretty done short. With it. It's super short, right? Yeah, I'm enjoying them. And that's my story about that. Well, that was a wonderful story, uh, wasn't it? Great. I just feel like I'm really fucking not gonna have parts. It's a good story. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Of course, go to funemploymentradio.com. Send us an email, funemploymentradio@gmail.com. Give us a call, five zero three five seven five nine one two zero. Thank you so much, everybody. Ooh. You're all awesome. We appreciate the support greatly. Uh, whether it's just listening to the show, hopefully we can be a little bit of a distraction and a release, you know, during this time. And uh, Gross. yeah, that was the wrong word to use. <laughs> I know. Relief was the more what I was trying to use. <laughs> I mean, God damn it. Oh, Why'd God. you have to call that out? I could have got away with that, maybe. There was the wrong word. I chose the wrong word. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with more fun employment radio.